You are listening to the Techie Leadership Show with Bogdan and Andrei. Hello and welcome to the Techie Leadership Show. Today with me I have Professor MS Rao. He is the father of Soft Leadership and founder of MSR Leadership Consultants India. He is an international leadership guru with 39 years of experience and the author of 48 books, 48, oh my God, a lot, including the award-winning See the Light in You. Oh, I, I really have to read that one. Sounds really good. He's all, he also was ranked number one thought leader and influencer on culture globally by Thinkers360. Hi there, Professor Auer. How are you? Fine, fine. Thank you. Thank you for giving me this opportunity. It is my pleasure having you. Uh, you. Do you want to add anything else about yourself? I beg your pardon? Uh, do you want to add anything else about yourself? Me? Uh, I served in Indian Air Force uh, for 12 years uh, because I had passion for uniform. I wanted to serve my country and uh, I was from humble origins, uh, a lower middle class family. Uh, so even before completing my graduation, I joined Indian Air Force. I served for uh, 12 years approximately. Then I got into business. So after doing business for some years, I got into teaching field. Okay. So I, I did my uh, PhD in soft skills, uh, then became a professor. Uh, taught uh, for MBA, EMBA students and uh, provided leadership development training programs and soft skills training programs. I started writing books for the last uh, 10 years. Uh, oh, so far yeah. I have written 48 books. Uh, A lot. Some of the books uh, uh, for which four words have been written by uh, eminent people like His Holiness Dalai Lama, the Vice President of India. Whoa. Marshall Goldsmith. Likewise, uh, eminent people have written forward for my books. And uh, recently a book was published, uh, Soft Leadership, uh, yes. a new direction to leadership. Uh, it is about soft leadership. And uh, this book uh, I have dedicated to Peter Drucker, uh, okay. father of uh, modern management. And uh, Philip Kotler, the father of uh, modern marketing, has written a foreword for this book. So both are eminent people. The person who wrote foreword is uh, Philip Kotler, the father of modern marketing. And I dedicated this book to Peter Drucker, whom I admire very much. And he is known as the father of uh, modern management. Right now, I am writing a book on uh, COVID-19. I have titled it as... Uh, COVID-19, human search for humanity. And, uh, wow. and my, what are you discussing in the book? What's, uh, what's your take on it? Uh, on the pandemic? Away, the takeaway from this book is life is very short. Let us make it uh, sweet. And uh, let us uh, uh, lead our life meaningfully. Let us serve the people. Oh, yeah. Let us serve the communities. And uh, let us build a compassionate world because oh. corona, coronavirus has uh, brought many challenges to the humanity uh, and uh, 
taking the lives of many people across the world is a threat yes uh, but yeah, the opportunity is that uh, the opportunity is that it elevated humanity and it, it emphasized humility and it created a hope so 3h covid 19 means 3h 1h for humility 1h for humanity uh, 1h for hope so i'm sure uh, after this uh, covid 19 we will be able to live in a world which is far better than what it is now i'm very oh. much optimistic we all hope for that and yes. it's uh, i hope lots of people got uh, their eyes open now and saw that we need to do something and that that we actually are one planet and yeah. we're not that uh, separated by invisible lines drawn on a map excellent excellent yes we are we are human beings we have one planet and uh, i think uh, if i could remember three pieces that is uh, uh, planet people profit i think you must have heard i think three pieces planet people profit okay three pieces you heard so similarly yes. the covid 19 i highlighted 3h 1h humanity second h humility third h hope that's really good looking forward for your book um now getting back to to our topic i'm really curious to hear your your stories do you want to start with the leadership success story or do you want to start with the leadership uh, failure story as you wish okay let's let's start on a positive note and let's go with what's the biggest uh, leadership success story that you know about yeah life is full of both positive and negative and uh, whatever the negative comes you know we have to learn lessons and move on okay so yes. thank you for asking uh, uh, positive questions the success story on my part is i rose from humble origins i was born in a very poor family and unfortunately i was born in a toxic environment Uh, by the grace of god i joined indian air force when i was 19 years old 19 years old because i wanted to serve my country so after i joined air force i became very positive personality i improved my personality attitude and behavior i started building leadership qualities i developed a passion for uh, leadership so after i entered into teaching field i set a vision which is known as vision 2030 1 million global leaders i created a blog on this vision 2030 1 million global leaders so this vision is i want to build 1 million students as global leaders by 2030 why because uh, the baby boomers are retiring young people like millennials which they are also known as uh, generation x uh, they, they need to be groomed as leaders and there is yes. a looming uh, leadership crisis across the world because baby boomers are retiring and young people they lack leadership qualities i belong to generation uh, x so i wanted to serve as a bridge between uh, uh, generation y and uh, baby boomers fortunately i was uh, born into that era so i started uh, developing students as leaders so so far i have trained uh, 40000 students as global leaders good it's a non profit event so whenever colleges educational institutions uh, uh, request me to come and deliver uh, uh, programs i go and deliver it's a pro bono it's a non profit uh, 
one i started and uh, it's going good but uh, i don't think i'll be able to train uh, 1 million students as global leaders physically so what i started doing is i opened a blog and i started uh, i started sharing my knowledge freely with the world through linkedin uh, then facebook uh, then um, on uh, this blog so i keep writing articles to inspire students so that they they can become uh, good citizens they can become uh, global citizens uh, and uh, they they'll be able to build a better world yes and if you my think about story, it and i have received several awards also yeah and if you think about it you already have like 40000 people trained uh and each one if they go into a job and think they're going to influence the people and teach them how to become leaders because that's the yes, one yes. one core attribute of a, of a leader is to help other people become leaders yes excellent so, excellent excellent nelson mandela said nelson mandela yes. said same thing but in a different so, context okay thank <laughs> exactly. you thank you You're a so, genius. Uh, oh, <laughs> that's too much to, to say I'm a genius. But uh, I'll take the compliment. I'll take it. Uh, okay. It's good. And actually, I, I think you might actually go over the 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 number you have proposed. Of course, you cannot have the math to know exactly when you reach it or not. But if you think it like this, like each person you touch, it touches like another three or four people, and they. enter in contact with another three four people and teach them if you have this propagation of knowledge then uh, you, you truly start to see a positive benefit around the world it's not just uh, touching helping a, a, a few people and you're really generous for doing it from a non-profit thank you for your appreciation see and god has given a life we have to do our best we live only once i believe in that so when god has given us life we should do our best for the benefit of humanity for the benefit of society yes okay and now moving forward uh, what would be the biggest leadership fail you had the unfortunate experience of witnessing uh, after i left indian air force uh, i started business yes which didn't work out oh so that was a leadership failure it was duty it was basically because uh, the relatives uh, they ditched me they let me down so that led to this uh, financial crisis so my father in law my brother in law uh, they were responsible for my uh, downfall in business and uh, i as a result you know i failed in business but again you know uh, i realized that you know uh, i should uh, get into some other line where you know my failures can be converted into uh, successes and where i can guide the people and groom the people then i thought uh, i converted this failure uh, into an opportunity yes. and i became a, a faculty member then as a professor uh, then finally i am an author so every failure is a stepping stone to success see when you fail that means what you experimented so your experiment didn't work so you try different experiment keep on trying so failure is not a bad thing but unfortunately in india 
failure is considered as a stigma so when i oh. failed you know my when i failed my relatives have deserted they left me uh, but i oh. didn't lose my hope but i am very confident because i work very hard i get up morning 4 o'clock sleep night uh, 10 o'clock so throughout the day you know i keep uh, learning and uh, doing so many things so i engage my mind productively and positively so i started reinventing myself and i started adding there are four areas uh, i really enjoy one is uh, uh, writing books second is reading uh, third is speaking fourth is inspiring people these are the four pillars of my personality first reading second writing uh, third speaking fourth inspiring this is my life and hmm. uh, it's a good life and i i like the progression first you you feed your brain and then you have it come with new stuff new ideas and uh, write them down on uh, on paper which is a good way of doing it thank you thank you um and after all this experience uh, professor Rao, um what what is your leadership philosophy my philosophy is very simple achieve success with integrity if you achieve success with integrity it will last forever don't cut corners okay one secondly uh, uh, promote gender equality globally i have signed up for hashtag uh, he for she i advocate gender equality globally that means we have to respect women we have to empower women so that if they are empowered will be able to build a better world because a bird cannot fly with one wing a bird needs two wings to fly yes so that's true so society can grow only when two wings that is both men and uh, come together collaborate uh, then the society can prosper much quickly so we should respect women and uh, we should uh, advocate gender equality that is my second philosophy third philosophy is love your mother but don't hate another person's mother that means love your country but don't hate the people from other country love your community but don't hate people from other community uh love your religion but don't hate uh, another person's religion so love your ethnicity but don't hate another person's ethnicity so as your mother is important to you another person is equally important to him and her so we should think in that perspective when we think in that way what happens uh, we start respecting all people we start uh, empathizing people and we we build compassion and we'll be able to build a compassionate world yes and it also i think it leads to have an inclusive mindset and it, it's yeah. it, and you realize okay i can be different and i can have different viewpoints about stuff and it's it's all right if uh, another person has another viewpoint as long as they have the same respect that i'm offering them and they don't yeah. try to force their uh, viewpoints on me it's okay excellent, and excellent. we can live we can live yes, together yes, yes, yes. so that comes when you empathize with others right we need to yes. empathize with others when you empathize what happens you step into the shoes of others and think from their perspective so when you think from others perspective most of the conflicts will come to an end 
but the currently people lack empathy they start seeing the things from their perspective and justifying that the challenge uh one a thing that really for example uh an interview that i saw and i found like really interesting is uh an african american man from uh, the united states he actually went to kkk rallies and met with people there and he goes like on he has like a tedx talk so if you search for it for sure you can see it and he what he found out by talking with them and talking with their leaders is that it's not that they had they have really something against him is that they didn't know him and and they could actually relate as humans after talking a little so it's not like it's a huge divide to 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 bridge you just have yeah. to be willing and find a willing partner to for the conversation yeah oh powerful stuff and uh <laughs> since you're working with so many uh, aspiring leaders what would be your top three tips you have for them you have to lead by example first point whatever you preach you must practice okay okay there should not be any credibility gap there should not be any communication gap so you need to build that uh, uh you need to see that you know there is no credibility gap and there is there is no community gap so what i have done is uh, i have coined a soft leadership it's a new yes. leadership style uh because so i what soft leadership yeah, what yeah, is that's it what, I, I, that's what i am going to talk about uh, i am my phd in soft skills uh it took in 2007 i started doing research for my phd in soft skills and 2011 i earned my phd in soft skills so i did uh, very vigorous research in soft skills then since i am passionate about leadership i blended uh, soft skills with the leadership and coined soft leadership that's one that's the basic thing and why i had to coin uh, this soft leadership is that uh, when i whenever i conducted training programs the uh, the audiences said that they were not happy with the existing leadership styles then i thought there was some gap that means people were expecting some uh, some new concept of yes. leadership so then i i thought uh, it as an opportunity i wanted to fill that gap so i started uh, doing research and uh, coined soft leadership so soft and leadership means it contains elements character charisma concise conviction courage communication compassion commitment consistency consideration and contribution so these are the elements that collectively constitute uh, soft leadership and i requested uh, dev aldrich the father of uh, modern hr to write a foreword he wrote a foreword around 10 years back for my book on soft leadership and i have written a book on soft leadership way back uh, 10 years back subsequently i have written uh, several research papers and they have been published uh, in various international journals even i have written a couple of books on soft leadership so this soft leadership is very much required not yes. only now in future why because the present 
Trump doesn't know how to lead. He always believes in blame game. So what he must adopt is soft leadership. That means soft leadership means what? Persuading the people, not blackmailing, not by putting pressure on the people, but through persuasion. So yes. what Trump is doing, you know, he's blaming World Health Organization, he's blaming China, and he's blaming all people. Now he's blaming Obama. So he keeps on blaming all people. So the point here is, instead of blaming the leaders, uh, what he should do is, he should carry the people along with him. So when you look at Abraham Lincoln, who is my inspiration since my childhood, he carried even his enemies along with him. And yes. uh, uh, he, he overcame the crisis, like, you know, now uh, he ensured the integration of uh, uh, America, he abolished slavery, he modernized the economy, he strengthened the federal government. So we should take a leave from leaders like Abraham Lincoln and the President Trump very much needs this kind of leadership, that is soft leadership, where he can persuade the people, carry all the stakeholders and lead from the front. This is the time for us to collaborate. This is the time for us to communicate, not to criticize, not to condemn, not to complain, right? Yes. So this soft leadership is required, not only now, in the future. Why? Because this soft leadership uh, talks about partnership. There is nothing like leader and uh, follow. All are partners, right? Yes. And, and I like the, the fact that actually soft leadership, you, you, from what I'm getting, it's, it has a lot to do with persuasion, oh. of convincing people of how to, to talk with them heart to heart and get, mm. uh, get them to do what's right. Yeah. Which is actually, it's hard. It's like, it sounds like soft leadership is like, hey. Soft. It's not. It's not like the the way we see, we think of leadership most of the time, or how it's portrayed uh, by the media. It's hard. It's authoritarian. It's no. But the fact that uh, when you say like soft leadership is uh, hand in hand goes goes hand in hand with persuasion, that makes it like a really go a good way to do it because that's what you have to do. You have to be able to persuade people to work with them. Yeah, the thing is soft leadership doesn't mean it is soft. Soft leadership means it is people orientation without forgetting task orientation. It is leading people through people orientation without compromising tasks. That means it is emphasizing on people orientation without compromising task orientation. That's one thing. As you said, media has become toxic now. It is doing a lot of negative things to survive. It's a matter of survival for media also. So in any aspect, whether it's a political aspect or economic aspect or any aspect, we need to expose soft leadership. Okay, it's the need of the hour to expose soft leadership because we can't, uh, the, the days of command and control are over. The days of hard leadership are over. The millennials, they don't uh, appreciate the autocratic leaders, hard leaders. They appreciate the soft leaders. Soft leaders means the people who treat others as partners, not like yes. leaders and followers. Soft leaders are, are the people who get the things done through persuasion, through people orientation. Yes. 
Right? Oh, I, I love it, I love it. Um, a question that I would have, like, especially, I'm really excited to pose this question. Oh, like, thank you, thank you. You, you wrote like 48 books. Yeah. And I'm really curious, what is the book that had the most influence on you? That you read. Uh, uh, it's like if you ask a mother, uh, which is which children you love, uh, so mother will say, "I love all children." Okay. <laughs> I, I was referring to... like not not uh, necessarily your books is like okay. what book that you read that had a, a profound influence from somebody else. So the thing is, I have written forty-eight books, so published forty-eight books, but I have written sixty books. Six zero books I have written. Six. Uh, that means twelve books are still have to be published. Okay. Yeah. Forty eight have been published. Still twelve books are yet to be published. Okay. <coughs> the second thing is, out of all the forty eight books, the best book is "See the Light in You." This is the book I enjoyed writing. It has come from my heart. The main thing of this book is His Holiness Dalai Lama, the noble Arya, has written a foreword for this book. Yeah, uh, I, I, I have to check it out. I really have to uh, check it out. And, uh, this book I have dedicated to our Vice President, uh, Mr. M. Venkanaidu. I like him very much, I admire him. So I have dedicated this book to M. Venkanaidu. This uh, See the Light in You is a book on mindfulness. This is required mindfulness because people are making money, but they are not happy with life yes. because they are into a rat race. They are into a competitive world. Uh, they don't know how to lead their life meaningfully. This book titled See the Light in You will help them lead their life mindfully and meaningfully. It helps them to find purpose and meaning in their lives. At the end of the day, what we need is happiness. Whether you yes. are a millionaire or whatever it is, we need happiness. This, this book titled See the Light in You brings happiness among the readers. It will help them to enjoy every moment of life but without forgetting the destination. So this book is one of the best books in my entire career so far. Uh, and I'm sure uh, it will win many awards in the near future. Great. Um, and Professor Rao, if people want to find, uh, uh, but before that, um, what uh, what message would you like to to communicate to to the listeners? See, in the wake of uh, coronavirus. My message is very simple. Emphasize humanity. Emphasize humility. Emphasize hope. This is the message. Three H. Humanity, humility, and hope. This is the message I can give. Oh. Care for the people around you. Care for the societies. Care for the communities. Care for wildlife. Care for environment. Care for pets and animals. Yes. This is the message I can give it to all the people in the way in the wake of coronavirus, and uh, let us treat uh, this coronavirus as a lesson for us, and uh, become better humans, better global citizens. That's good. 
and I hope uh, it happens because we need it. This crisis showed us that some changes are required. Yes. Maybe it's not going to be the changes that uh, uh, the really optimistic people say is going to be like a rebooting of the world, but some changes are required and hopefully uh, we'll be able to work together across the globe to, to do them. And uh, Professor Rao, if people want to find out more about you uh, and about uh, your, uh, your work, where should they go? It's very simple. My name is Professor M. S. Rao. M means motivation. Yes means success. Are you wrong? If ah, they Google nice. my name, if they Google my name as Professor M. Yes, Rao. Are you They can find my Vision 2030 One Million Global Leaders blog, and they can find my LinkedIn. They can find my Twitter handle. They can find my Facebook, and they can read a lot of articles. And they can also find my Amazon link where all my books are listed. So they can buy my books also online uh, from Amazon. Only thing they should remember my name as Professor M. Yes, Rao. M means motivation. S means success. R A O. If they can Google my name, they get my books. They get uh, my free uh, articles from my blog, Vision 2031 Million Global Leaders and they can find my social media platforms and they can understand the kind of work I do, the kind of philanthropy activities I do, everything they will get. They, they can also find my research papers published across the world in various international journals. That's great. And I will put uh, links in the show notes for, uh, for all these resources so people can find them more easily. It has been a pleasure having you on the show, Professor Rao. Thank you uh, very indeed, much. Uh, it's, indeed, it's a great honor uh, to be on your show. And uh, I'm very much grateful to you for uh, giving me this wonderful opportunity. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. That was today's episode. Tune in daily. Rate, like, subscribe, and share, please. Oh. You can find further info and materials in the show notes on techyleadership.com, including links to the guest book recommendations.